0: There's a sadness in you. I wish I knew the root of it. Wish I could help you with it. your television sets turn them off now turn them off right now turn them off and leave them off turn them off
1: right in the middle of the sentence i'm speaking to you now
0: turn them off what's going on people thanks for joining us for a penultimate recap of (laughs) underground railroad so we're gonna do things. I, I had to. So we're gonna do things uh, a bit different. This is three recaps in one. But don't feel bad because we are just going to do a quick acknowledgement of the Fanny Breaks episode and get straight into like the meat of the show, which is the two. Indiana. The but before we get there, uh, Dee, how's it going?
1: I'm good. How are you? I.
0: So okay. So. Before we hop into that, I did something today that I typically don't do before these recaps. I watched the episode right before right before this recap, so I'm recapping with the episode fresh on my mind, and I'm still processing. I might be at a loss for words at times, but that's because, that's because it's just getting so much better. Bye. I told you. So,
1: you didn't listen.
0: I but mean, I, talk- I, I, I knew. I knew. So yeah, let's get into the, um, the Brings episode, um, Dee, what'd you, what'd you think about this short little 18 minute episode?
1: I was very happy that Grace made it. Um, I think it Mm -hmm. was one of those things where it's like, we've gotten so used to sadness or Mm -hmm. reality, I guess we should Mm say that the little bright spots, um, are helpful, and I think this one. This is really all Grace was. She was just a, a, a bright spot, a, a a thing to remind us that like not everything is bad. Not not <laughs> all of it was bad. Let me take that back. Slavery as a whole <laughs> was bad, but within that, there are people who survived because somebody had to tell our stories. There are people that were able to break free and. Grace isn't a great example of that, and it was finally, even though Cora won't know, we think I don't know. Maybe you know they'll meet up somewhere in life. Who knows? But even though Cora thinks she didn't save her, this was a person that she's connected to that was able to move on away from whatever the situation they were in. So that was nice to see. It was, I mean, it was just happy. It was just good to see something good happen. Finally. Because even the bright spots in Cora's journey, there's always something directly after it that just kind of mm. makes you forget that she had that little glimpse of happiness. But seeing Grace go was, was really good. I, I I liked that part of it. I don't really quite understand it, to be honest, but I still enjoy seeing it. And, you know, Fiona. So, that was good too. Yeah, yeah it's, all,
0: it's always nice when a racist gets hit get in the face with rocks. But I will say this. Going back to my initial feelings on the rich way episode. Um I'll, I I think this Fanny Briggs episode is going to have some significance if you feel me. Okay. Like, like you you, so. you, you know where I'm going with this?
1: I, I think so, yeah. Cause there there's there's more.
0: Cause there's more. So there's more. Um, not gonna not gonna jump ahead if you haven't read the book and you haven't seen it in the show. Now, I'm not going to say what I think happens, but I think I think the, all right, I will say this. The, The novel has a very realistic ending. Like, some may think it's unfeeling, but it's just like you read the novel and this story could not have ended any other way. I do think with this show, with everything Cora has been through, I think she will have somewhat, and I say somewhat, because she's lost many of her friends. She she's had to move several times. I think she'll have somewhat of a happy end. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I have for the Fanny Briggs episode. Did you want to add
1: anything? I am just I'm just with you. I'm very, very hopeful that this means Cora will have a happy ending. Um my question, though, the and, and not to get too much into it, because I can I can just let it be what it is. Why were they waiting? Because, you know, when she got to the station and this is why I thought she was dreaming. Excuse me. When she got to the station, you know, the, the, the engineer said, oh, we've been waiting for you. I thought, really? Hep, hep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I did think that was weird.
1: How would like, you know to wait for her? Because I don't know. But I, I'll let it go. I have no problem letting it go. Because, again, I'm perfectly fine with us just saying, you know, Grace got away and the train was waiting for her and she left. I mean, this is a actual train on the underground. So, if that can happen, then Grace can get away. It's Indiana.
0: i am cool with that. So, let's shift to um, the first part of Indiana. Um, and we'll. And by the way, we'll only take a break when we shift to like the second part of Indiana. But right now, we'll talk about the first Indiana episode, which is Indiana Autumn. So it eight. All right. So.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this was. I will say this was. Um, this was cool because it was nice to see like. All right, this is clearly like antebellum times like the war is like on the horizon but not quite here yet so during these times it was cool to see black people just be black people just have just you know live their life just have a community of their own i, I did like that part like i um and this section of the novel as well also um, is going to lead me to like do my own research because like surely this like the, the Valentine form is based on something in real life. So so D, how'd you feel like um about the about the setting itself, like now that Cora is in Indiana?
1: It was beautiful to me, like so beautiful to the point where when I was watching it, my thought was what evil? wants to disturb this beauty. They're not hurting anybody. They're away from everybody else. They're self-sufficient. There is nothing here that poses a threat to you other than Black people thriving. And I just, I I couldn't understand what, what they were doing that was so wrong. Especially since the whole thought process is that, you know, Black people are ignorant, I'm assuming, or that they only good for working the fields or good for being slaves and i guess since this is a direct contradiction to that that is the whole problem with it but i, I honestly looking at it thought wow this is this is magnificent
0: it yeah really it's amazing. really like a, a a black utopia like everyone has a job on this farm. um they they make wine so instead of like going out here and slaving in the fields both literally and uh, figuratively. They, you know, work at their leisure. They say, okay, tomorrow's a work day, like like we normally do. And they make this wonderful this wonderful product and it's cool.
1: And they do it. It's it is, it is again a condu- a contradiction because nobody needed to force them to do anything. They got mm-hmm. up to work because they understand that to keep this going, for us to eat, for us to thrive, all of us have to do our part. And that's what they did. Mm-hmm simple it it was it was really a sight to see and i know that's saying a lot because you know we live in you know first world stuff so we see this is really nothing compared to that but that to me is more beautiful than this capitalist you know society and all the stuff we have now that i would i would do that any day of the week just yeah, yeah. now it's one big family it's a it's literally a village you know the kids are everybody's kids Everybody's looking out for everybody. We'll get to Mingo later. We'll get to Mingo later. But it's just—it was just beautiful to me. It's just like the—the dream that everybody talks about, the American dream. But that's not what I would want. What they had is what I would want. Mm -hmm. That is exactly how I would want to live.
0: Yeah. So uh, here, everyone has access to the same education. Everyone attends the same parties. Everyone, you know. It's just it's really it's really like utopia. Like there's no person who's more important than the other. Even um Mr. Valentine himself, he like brings himself down to the people. Like, cause I mean, this is like something he's built, but he still brings himself down to the people. So, like, if you like just walked on this forum, you wouldn't know who the leader of it was, because you know everyone's playing their part. And um, and but yeah, now is the perfect time to. To shift to to Mingo since you mentioned them. So what do you think about, about Mingo?
1: Mingo is the epitome of bootstraps culture. Like he is, he is the the definition, the perfect definition. Textbook. This is the person that says, I did it, so you should be able to do it too. But the problem with Mingo is that he can't. See outside of his suffering. Okay. Mm. So because he was a slave, he endured suffering. Obviously, he was a full-out slave, so he probably got beatings and everything else, but he's not factoring in the um the fact that he still was able, like he had the opportunity to buy mm-hmm. his freedom. Not every slave had that opportunity. You could work forever and you are my property forever because you're mine. The slave owner still has to say. Okay, I'll grant you this thing if you do this, and then at any point they can say, "Well, you know, never mind." I was just kidding. Mm-hmm. Who's going to take their paperwork and and you know say, "Okay, it's legit." Here it is. Other than the judge, it seems like their judge was fair. I will say that it seems like the Indiana judge where they were was a f- air <laughs> fair man because it was still quid pro quo I means quid pro quo because he was bringing quote quid. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, quid for a quad. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was because they were still in exchange for the wine. So it wasn't like he was doing them favors because they were bringing the wine. It was, if you bring the wine, I will do my job the way I'm supposed to do it.
0: Yeah. So it's not you, like... You can bribe me into doing my job properly. it's doing
1: it, do it properly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. As long as you keep feeding me this wine, look... Y'all, y'all are good to go. Just just, just adhere to the law like you have been doing, and I will do my side. But I, I, Mingo just, he is, like I said, one of those people who thinks that I did this myself. I, I did this. I worked, and I got my family out, and everybody else should be able to do the same thing. I'm just as good as any of these other people. And the thing that I think was the most amazing to me is that he wanted so desperately to still wanted so desperately to be accepted by the white people. Like still. He wanted to be an equal and at every every chance they got, they reminded him, you ain't, you ain't one of us, you just a free nigga. Still.
0: So here's here's some context that you could probably pick up on that the, um, the TV show doesn't say explicitly. Like mm-hmm. Valentine is um so light skinned that he's basically white, he can be white passing if he chooses to be. And you see M- Mingo is definitely um a dark CMN. Now, um, not to turn this into like a white or light-skinned thing colorism. or colorism thing, but I do think Mingo represents the like pitfalls of being embarrassed about like your heritage or and where you come from. So I think that's the important distinction here.
1: I agree. And I think not that he wasn't an excellent um, actor, because I think the the character, the actor playing Valentine was magnificent. But I do think it would have driven it home a little harder if they did get somebody that was very, very, very light. Because Mm. that was that was kind of what they alluded to in the novel that he pretty much had to tell them or somebody had Mm. to tell people that he was a black man. He was that Mm. much like he said, full out white passing. it wasn't, oh, he's just a light skinned Negro. He would have been confused as a for a white man, but um, but with that with that like you said, Mingo, there was no question whatsoever what he was, and I wonder if as much as he wanted their attention, as much as he wanted their favor. I, I'm sure they would have disrespected him even more if it had not been for Valentine that he was with, because I'm sure a lot of people thought he was his, you know, boy. I guess. Mm-hmm. You know. And I did notice. Um, I'm sure you did too. That even the the judge kind of slighted, him because when they came to bring the wine, mm-hmm. the judge was so happy. Hey, Valentine or whatever. I don't know if he called Valentine. He may have called him his name. But hey, how you doing? I spoke to him and said nothing to Mingo, like he wasn't mm-hmm. standing. And I'm just thinking, oh see this is mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what it is, and you could tell that Mingo was affected by it, but I guess there's still in his mind there's a there's still something he has to do, I guess he kind of looked at it as paying dues or that eventually they would accept him for who he is, but deep down, I think he knew better
0: well
1: uh, yeah, I think he knew I think he did he he certainly didn't do better, but <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, we just—it's just, not funny. It's his
2: fault. <laughs> it's sorry, not. Funny.
0: But, yeah, definitely did. but yeah, we we shift to this beautiful. Um, and it's funny because this like the the dinner scene actually reminded me of um <laughs> actually reminded me of Midsummer. So shout out to William Harper Jackson for being in both of these. But yeah, so we see this beautiful dinner scene. And you know and, and I wanted to talk to you about this. So um I think his name is Brooks, you know, he spits his poetry, everyone's enamored. And wow. um,
2: yeah.
0: And, and Georgina is like she she just makes her claim. Now now help now help you remember, uh I like am I am I am I misremembering this that George, I thought Georgina was accounted for, I should say.
1: Yeah. again and I think I'm with you the, the the lines have gotten blurred because I don't remember either I do remember her being a character and I do remember that initially there was friction between her and Coral but mm-hmm. I don't remember her and Rumsey in the novel connecting in that way I think they all right. them, but I don't remember her You know, throwing her pokeball at him like that because she was yeah. choosing her
0: hard and she was like I will give you my sorrows
1: he (laughs) was like and he was like
0: bet." he's like we'll get down on one knee (laughs)
1: I'm gonna give you some sorrows but they just like they really that that I don't know why it was there. I don't know why the direction was changed from the novel, but I didn't dislike. It. I actually quite enjoy it because it was, yeah. it was nice to see just black people just they just being people. They're flirting mm-hmm. with each other. They are they're choosing, they just be, they just able to be, you know, mm-hmm. and you don't because on the plantations, you don't necessarily get to do that. We saw mm-hmm. what Terrence does. It's like, hey, you and you go do what you do. But and I know that there were weddings and, you know, couples on the plantations. I'm not taking away. Of course, we all know about jumping the broom. But when it came down to it, Terrence still decides I know who you say your wife is, but I'm care. you know, let's get this going. But this was different. This was a legit like courtship. And it was just mm-hmm. beautiful to see. It really was. I liked it. I just I just liked how it was like flirting is going. People gonna flirt the same from <laughs> from back in the day to now cuz that game will run forever from both sides and i just really enjoyed the fact that she was able to approach him in that manner and he was able to reciprocate and it didn't feel forced it didn't feel or she didn't feel like she was in any danger it was just it was just beautiful to me to see but to answer your question i do think like you said in the book she was she belonged to another
0: Okay, I, I was about that's what I was say. I don't I don't think I was smashing that. But um he was
1: was he he seemed pretty he was pretty young, right? I mean not yeah, like he, proud, but fairly young.
0: Yeah, yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah, he was pretty young. Yeah, I don't know. Well
1: Georgina. <laughs> Georgina moved but, on to the next.
0: Well yeah, so, somebody else is, is running games. speaking of game, you know. Um Mr. Mr. Royal and, and Miss Coral.
1: Mm-hmm. Miss Coral. Core. Now, the the with them, it really felt good to see her happy, and Mm I I knew what was coming. (laughs) I knew, I knew you knew, and we knew how it would play out. But it was still just nice to see her. It kind of, kind of give indication that she may be interested or she may entertain Royal. Um, And I think a part of that was because she, she didn't with Caesar and she saw what happened. So this was a situation where it's kind of like, I can do the same thing with him or I can allow myself to possibly like, do I like him? Can I, do I? And it's, I think she was kind of wrapping her brain around it too. And the fact that he was really um, sweet, he was just really a genuinely Mm. sweet man to her. I think that helped too, because she, she had that with Caesar. Like he was very kind to her as well. But I think this, this time she got a little more because he's already saved her, but he never, he never let on that. She owed him anything.
2: Mm.
1: You know, it was just like, I'm, I want you, but you have to want me too. You don't owe me anything. I don't want you to feel like you're mine because I saved you. I want you to be mine because that's what you want to. And that was still nice to see some a man being kind to her because she she hasn't had much kindness in her life, you know. Yeah, it, and
0: it, it almost like restores her humanity because she used to just feel emotions again. Like just think about that. Like just think about like if you. Know, like born allowed to feel emotions like anything so <laughs> so to do right, yeah, so yeah, to see her like actually have someone you know interested in her and and be able to reciprocate that that was that was pretty nice for the moment, so uh you know, I'm glad that she was able to experience that i'm trying to I'm trying to hold back from saying certain things but yeah, I'm glad she was able to experience that. For the moment, so <laughs> <laughs> she
2: experienced she experienced certain things. Yes,
0: yeah. yeah. D, please. Okay. please, Okay. No, I see. I wasn't even going there. I was not even going there.
1: No. Uh, yeah. Okay. But Royal also, um, she freaked out because this is the situation where there were people who came onto the um, farm. And I guess they wanted to see the vineyard, maybe, or they were just kind of mm-hmm. surveying the land. And she like freaked out, and she took off running because, of course, she thought they're they're here for me. Mm-hmm. And at this point, she hadn't disclosed to the people um, where she'd come from, where she'd run away from, or that she was wanted for murder. And she freaks out. So I think in even a more a more beautiful moment outside of royal you know stating his intentions the care that he used to speak to her the the fact that he didn't touch her without her consent the fact that he just kind of let her hey you know I understand you're afraid I understand why but you are safe here and I think he like the direct quote was you're safe here Cora Cora you're safe and it's like he said it more than once so that she could she could really drive it home. And the fact that he kept saying her name, so that she can link that. Like I'm not just saying you're safe. I'm saying you, core, you, the person, you, per, you woman, you are safe here on this yeah. farm. It's not I am keeping you safe. It's not I will protect you. It is you are safe here. And that was just it was just so beautiful because again, royal is. He's just a man, like he is really just a good man when it comes to her. And it's it's interesting for me because we find out that he was born free. So there's a part of me that's like, mm. where did you learn this? Who who taught you? Why why do you care so much versus you know, Mingo? They're like, you know, opposite ends of the scale, because Mingo has been through this. He knows way more about slavery than Royal does. But the compassion is totally different. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's so weird. Mm. I, know, I guess yeah, he I said, think,
0: I said he
1: feels I, I think, that they won't go through what he went through. Yeah, I was about to say, I think
0: being like on the outside and like knowing the atrocities, because obviously like Royals, like extracurricular activities, you know, that he engages in so i think I think he's aware of like the atrocities of slavery so so he's like fully aware of of what she's been through like think about it, the first time he sees her, like she's chained through town, so I think he just wants her to know like, hey, like I've never been through this, but and I can't relate what you're going through to what you're going through. Excuse me, but like just know that you're you're safe here so it's almost like he how do I phrase this, like, it's almost not, it's not like he's, like, assuming, like, her direct, like, protector role, but he's just letting her know, like, okay, like, you're you're safe, like, this is a safe space for you, like, it's not even me, like, this space is safe for you to, like, truly be who you want to be, so you can, you know, you could, like, let go and be free a little bit.
1: Yeah, and I think, now that you mentioned it, remember we talked before, and we were saying that there was... Slavery was 400 years, 400 years of oppression. There were people, there were generations of people who were born into this system and they thought that was life. There was a part that's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is wrong. But there's a part that knew that something better was out there. And that does make sense now, because if Royal knows this is not how life is supposed to be, then I can understand why he would say, oh, OK, I got mm-hmm. you out of this because this, mm-hmm. this is not this the same life this is not you don't have to pay dues you don't have to be somebody different or prove your worth because you were born black you are a person and again we start the episode off with the declaration of independence but it's so funny how it it rings and it feels different coming from that little girl on that podium saying it with so much pride versus <laughs> on the plantation from chester saying it out of fear Mm
2: -hmm.
1: because the the same words are interpreted two totally different ways. I mean, just from the tone and from the, from the, you know, interaction and the way that they are forced to say it, because again, a little girl, uh, Molly, is it Molly? She wasn't forced to do it. She took pride in it. She was proud of herself because she could say it and you hear, you know, all men created equal and you believe it. But from there, you don't hear any of that. From Chester, nah, you know, you gotta be, not at all. Anyway, so yeah, I, I these these two episodes though, just I don't have like you said, I don't have the words. I'm gonna make something up, but yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, let's let's um shift to the, the the two railroads in this episode. Let's first talk about the the real one. So, um, Royal tells Corey that he has something to show her and I was like I was like, well calm down there, Royal. Oh seriously. But no. uh, But but uh, he, he takes her to this this shack and shows her this railroad. Now I wanted to to ask you like why do you think he would show her this besides the obvious like this is like you like because she has a connection to this railroad system but part of me part of me thinks that I, I don't know, like it was it almost like subconsciously that he showed her that he showed her this.
1: I'm glad you asked because I want, I want you to give me your thoughts too. Okay. The first thing I noticed though, is that it, and it may just, it may be a flute. bear really usually doesn't do things by mistake, but I also thought went back to and thought about the great spirit because when he lit the torch, he threw it mm-hmm. down. And it stayed lit. It
2: stayed lit. So he
1: didn't jump down with. He stayed lit. And I'm like, okay, here we go again. But it it felt to me that Royal was almost giving her the Harriet Tubman job. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is a ghost tunnel, and and mm-hmm. I, I don't know. <laughs> I I can't do what you can do with this because you know so much more than I do. You have, you know, you've come, she, she'd she been at that point on three different railroads, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, so three different ones and, and then made it to Indiana. So she knows about the manifest. She knows how people need to write their testimony. She knows what provisions need to be there. She knows that people need you know, names and credentials and all of this stuff that Royal may not even think about because what he did was transport. So it felt to me like he was saying this railroad is a ghost tunnel because nobody can do anything with it, but Mm -hmm. you're here and you can, so you should. And it surprised me because she got angry. She got really angry with him and I didn't understand. And I, I wish I had watched it again before because I couldn't understand if she was angry with him because she understood he was asking her to take on a responsibility. And she's like, no, I'm finally good. You just told me I was safe here. Why would I, why would I go and do all yeah. these things? But maybe what you, what you think?
0: Cause all right. So to, to paraphrase like early in the episode, she says something like, um, I think she says something to the effect, like there's no safe place for a runaway slave. Like I'll always be looking over my shoulder. And then um, and then in the tunnel, she's like, I'm tired of running. And then Roy says, Well, stop running. So I think that brief moment, she she's like, you know what, you don't get it. You you don't get it.
1: There is no stop. Yeah. There's because no
0: because because thinking back to to South Carolina, like she and Caesar was sitting on that bench and she was like, you know what? We like it here. Let's stay. Let's run it. Let's stay here. So the moment that Royal says that, says stop, let's let's stop. Well, well don't run anymore. Like, I think it triggers that moment.
1: You know what? That good, good, excellent catch. Because we even said that we were like, we, I was taking for granted that they were getting too comfortable Mm. Without thinking that they don't know what's what what else is out there, so it's almost like I'm content. I should be here and just stay here because we're content, not thinking about future horrors. But that makes so much sense because she's like, "You just told, <laughs> you just said, yeah, you to just stay. told." It. And then the last time, almost immediately after they decided to stay, is when Ridgeway came. Mm-hmm. So it's almost she may feel guilty, like because of it, and I think that that is the point like she does Mm -hmm. because that's when she has like later that night after Royal tells her he's leaving. It's when she has the dream,
0: right? Yeah. Cause she was just like, you gotta do what you gotta do, bro. (laughs) She,
1: She, she really did. He's like, look, I need to go on a journey. I could stay. And I, again, royal is like i just really really appreciate how he's written because if nothing else he is true and he said this is what they're asking me to do i am asking you i'm not being around bush i'm not playing around i i am saying to you do you want me to stay should i stay because i will stay if you tell me to and she's like uh (laughs) ain't no reason to stay here for me and and it was hurtful because she was really cruel to him. Like she she really was. And I think he kind of already told her how he felt or how he was feeling, you know, cause they, they'd gone out. Oh, before we forget, he took her out to shoot and she was having trouble missing the targets. And he told her to imagine who it is that she was trying to shoot. She hit the targets. Who do you think she saw? Did she see Ridgeway or did she see Mabel? Or did she see both? Who do you think she saw? Because she so, definitely imagined one of
0: them. Yeah. So to me, her—I mean, I, I would accept both answers because, as Ridgeway had told her, like her anger originates from Maple, but he definitely wants to get Ridgeway out of here. So I, I would—I would accept both answers.
1: I think, and she could she shot more than once, so it could have mm-hmm. been. One at one time and one at the other, and she's killed Mabel in her dreams before, so <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. But um, but he he pretty much expressed to her how he felt. Um, I don't think he kissed her or anything. I think they danced maybe, but I don't
2: yeah.
1: think he'd come on to her in that way. I think he just let her know, like, I am yours if you want me, and she's just like, you know, whatever. Go do what you got to do, you know. Bye. I don't know. And it was like it re- it really really hurt because I can't remember what she what he said to her. And it may have been like you said when they had that argument about um about not running anymore. Mm-hmm. When she got really upset and he left. He he left and she had a dream. Now, I think we need to talk about the train.
2: Yeah.
1: Because, um. In this dream, she goes to she goes back to the station or whatever, and she gets there and she sees that the. Did you see that? Notice that one of the stations was closed,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which was of course North Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's closed, but she's she notices that there's a problem. I mean that there is, um, there are trains moving. And there are people helping her, and they're trying to talk to her and they tell her you can't leave here until you give your is it, did they say testimony i want to say it's another word, but pretty much that's what it is it's they write yeah it's, it's
0: testimony yeah they
1: write their t- testimony, and there's like pretty much a manifest right like a mm. i guess you can call it a manifest even if it's not a plane right it's still a manifest yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's like a manifest, and she's the lady's like, "Well, you're not in here. So until you find your story, (laughs) you can't move from this place." And to me, it was like, "This is their therapy, without them realizing it. This is their therapy. When you get to tell your story, when you get to tell people what you've gone through, what you've lived through, and what's next, it gives you hope because sometimes you don't even think about the things you are are enduring until you get over them." And you were like, damn, I did all that? That's crazy. And that's what she was doing. That's why she had to literally write her states, write the people down and let it burn. Because she could Mm -hmm. not move forward still thinking about the people she left behind. Those people were Lovey, Caesar, Mm
0: -hmm. and and, and Grace. And Grace.
1: So she just couldn't, she, she couldn't move on. She couldn't push forward and she couldn't give anything to Royal. Mm. And the dream made her realize all of that. But of course, you know, she wakes up and what happens? <laughs> yeah. Where are you going? Hey, Boy, man, he got up early this morning and he got and I, was, <laughs> I was like, all right, Mr. Blacksmith, dang, I just That's asked him. He Whoa. Like, was it, was it this he was, I think It seemed like he was mad, wasn't it? He gone. I, what? I, his I ain't his Yeah, when's he coming back? I ain't his man. Okay, just say you don't know, bro. That's all you. Gotta yeah, do. just say you don't know. Oh yeah, do. So yeah, so it's the the dream though. At the end of the dream, we hear Caesar speaking, and mm. I'm not sure. I can't quote what he was saying, but the the spoken word was beautiful, and mm. he pulled her close and they started to dance. And she just really broke down and it was, it was really like, it was, it was a beautiful sadness because while she was embracing him, she asked how long is this going to last? And he told her as long as you need it to. So to me, it, it like signified when we're done, when, when you wake up, when this is over, that means you've gotten what you need.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, that is what happened. She woke up and then, she felt better, but too little, too late. Royal's gone.
0: Yeah, Royal's gone.
1: So, but that's
0: it. Let's take a brief break, and we'll we'll be back for episode nine. in the answer, any winter, and I, and hopefully, I have some words about this.
1: <laughs> Good luck. <laughs>
0: America, too, is a delusion, the grandest one of all. The white race believes, believes with all its heart that it is their right to take the land, to kill Indians, make war, enslave their brothers. This nation shouldn't exist if there's any justice in the world for its very foundations are murder, theft, and cruelty. It wouldn't exist, but... Here we are. So thanks for joining us back for episode nine in the end of winter. And I I guess the first thing I can say is it's been a while since I've seen like a more powerful piece of work than this, what, 78 minutes. this was this was this was simply magnificent like I I do not have the words um so
2: say
1: wait what can you say
0: so to to okay There, there, there there are several parallels I'm gonna get because he slipped some things in that like we've seen before or we know but it makes sense within the context of this story and I'll get there when we get there, but um, but we'll just we'll just jump right right into that. Boat. Um of course, um it opens with Bridgeway back at um Papa Bridgeway House. And and of course, like he's gonna be back on his mission, like the mission isn't over. He he has his sights set on one specific thing, and that is the Fine core.
1: That's it. That is his life's work at this point. That is what mm-hmm. he wants. That that is his life. That is that is his mission. Like mm-hmm. his life's mission is to get Cora and return her to the rental farm. That is his mission. Nothing else. That's it.
0: I I I was about to say, given the the path that the that the show is taking, I don't even think that's his mission anymore. He just wants Cora. You think so? Because yeah, because he goes to the town and the judge is like, Well, yeah. Okay, you can have her just produce a deed and I'll write you a warrant. And he's like, I don't have a deed. Why wouldn't he have a deed?
1: Because Terrence is dead. That's why he doesn't have a deed. Terrence is dead, which means that you can't return her to Terrence because Terrence (laughs) is dead.
0: Right. So right now he, he is a bounty hunter who is trying to capture a slave, not even for a bounty anymore, just simply for his like personal pride. Because like you said, Terrence is dead. So How do you get a there's no from point, dead. Man? Right. So there's no point of him even like seeking out core anymore. Like go do your go do your job. You know, you're an agent of the United States, go do your job. But no, he is still has his sight set on core. And it's
1: it's 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 also Mabel. Like you that's the thing, is it's Cora, but is an extension of Mabel. So again, like you said, she's his she's his Moby Dick, and he cannot let that go. And because he's I think he's given up on Mabel. I honestly do. I think he's just like, she's in Canada, she's in the wind. I'm not gonna find her. But this daughter of hers, she won't get me twice. Like that will not happen. Um, I do, I didn't notice that they didn't explicitly say that he was dead. Like, in the novel, they just tell you, Oh, oh yeah, dead. like, he, he dead. dead and right, no, and no, no, then yeah. that, but that is what was the catapults in the film, I mean, in the novel for Royal telling her she was free. He's like, your slave master is dead, you're free. Like, you are free, you have nothing to worry about. And Cora was like, no, <laughs> I will never be free because Ridgeway is still alive. She knew she knew and she knew forever she was going to have mm-hmm. to keep her head on a swivel because as long as he breathes air, <laughs> as long as he has air in his lungs, he would not stop hunting her ever. And it proved to be true. Like, he just won't stop. He's not going to stop ever. So,
0: so question, like, how soon into the episode did you realize, like, Mingo would be the one, you know, whether they knowingly or unknowingly to do
1: them in? <laughs> I knew the uh, the last episode. I knew it was gonna be. <laughs> I, did. Yeah. I knew because I, I started to think though the the only thing though is the last episode. I thought he was going to willingly give her over. Like I thought he knew mm-hmm. was coming. Like it was gonna be. Hey, this is what it is. Almost like a, a Judas type thing. Mm-hmm. Like Judas and the Black Messiah. Like okay, y'all come get her. Like. Don't bother my wife. Don't bother my kids. Go get her and then we'll sign this deed to the land, which is what they were trying to do. They were trying to make they were trying to take a percentage, I think, of the vineyard or the sales of the wine or something like that.
0: So, so, basically, so basically they had the wine and this the wine. The judge loves the wine. Lovely. So they just need to, they need to like Basically distribution, and they also needed to like ramp up like production. So they wanted to take percentage of of like basically the wine sold, and also like a piece of the land. Which, if you know anything about um rich white man and land, um yeah, you just don't do deals what with.
1: Valentine say you give them a little bit, and they're gonna take the whole. Yeah, you thing. give them a piece. They want it. They want yeah. yeah they want say, the whole thing. Ryan, I ask. If you have a production problem, what are you going to do to ramp up production? Uh, I mean, do what can you bring onto the farm that would do everything you say with little to no pay?
2: Yeah, your production. Yeah. There is no
1: doubt in my mind. They were they were gonna flat out turn that farm into a plantation. It was going to happen. It was going yeah. To happen. yeah. That that was gonna happen. And I think Valentine knew.
0: Yeah, like, so, know. so they were gonna come in on something that was already pre built. They were just gonna be like you know what? This is ours. We take over the, the whole operation now.
1: This, this is a government operation now.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, um.
1: Okay, so Mingo. Uh, I knew knew pretty soon. I knew pretty soon that Mingo would be the one because I think at this point, they'd already played like the poker game, maybe. Mm -hmm. And he was still not getting the respect that he wanted. And I think Mingo thought, (laughs) I honestly think this was like a a survival instinct or a, a part of like this this is i promise it makes sense you know how like sometimes single moms get a lot of flack because they're the parent that stayed mm-hmm. and the the um the the father's gone but the kid can't accept that the father didn't want them it's just that you have done something wrong So that's how it is with Mingo. Mingo's like, they don't accept me because they don't realize what I did. They don't realize what I've done. They think I just got lucky or something like that. They don't realize that I worked hard and I did all these things and I bought my family back. They don't realize what kind of man I am. Instead, like he would rather take that instead of understanding and really accepting the fact that they don't respect you and they won't. Because to you, to them, you are a nigga. And that's all you're ever going to be. That you're not a black man. You are not a white passing man. You are not Valentine. You are a flat out nigger. And the fact that you are a dark skinned black man doesn't make it any better. But Mingo won't, he won't take it. He won't accept it because he, if he does, then he'd have to admit that all of this is just bull anyway. Like, yeah, you are everybody your freedom. But that just bought you freedom from their plantation. Didn't buy you. It didn't make you a free man by any means, because you're never really free. Like you said, the slavery it's 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 ingraining your brain. But they all look at you and think it anyway. Mm-hmm. So I think with him, especially playing cards with the white men and on some level being accepted by them or being better than them, I knew he would. He would. Do he just wanted something, some kind of nugget or something to be in their favor. And I knew it would go bad when the judge said, you know, you could have let them win. There's no, there's no reason for you to keep trying to show them that you're better. I mean, that you're as good as them or even worse, better. He was like, but I am. Mm-hmm. I am. And I'm like, yeah, you are, but <laughs> unfortunately, that means nothing, Mingo.
0: Nothing at all. Yeah, the judge was like, well, "Yeah, you had too much chip on your dip, but mm, too yeah. much dip on your, yeah." He was like, "You, you, yeah, Ooh, you flew too close." He's like, "Oh, but no, that and and once again, going to to Mingo like that also just shows like you can't you can't win somebody over who really has their mind made up about you." And, and but old. Mingo never Mingo never saw that.
1: Right. There's no respectability. There's there's nothing you can do, Mingo. There's nothing. You could have saved one of their lives and they would have been like, get your filthy nigger hands off me. I could save myself. Like mm-hmm. they would, were everybody but the judge. I think the judge was as close as he could mm-hmm. be to acceptance. And and again, I think the judge accepted Valentine because he could t- tolerate Valentine's appearance. He wouldn't do that with Mingo. Mm-hmm. I think if it had been Mingo running that farm, it would be overturned ages ago. And that's just that's just I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean,
2: See, yeah.
1: The good thing about this though, that that shows in a way, we all we always say we didn't want any white saviors, and we didn't have one, but we had the the white passing savior. Mm-hmm. But the good the best part, like you said about Valentine is that even though that's what he was by default because that's just the way of the world, he was never ever ever he would never say that he saved those people
2: mm-hmm.
1: because he was very much like we this is he said continually this is our farm, this is mm-hmm. our land, this is our wine, he was very much like this is our family. I know I can't do any of this without y'all, I know this wouldn't work without you. I know this, and I'm okay with it, and I accept it, and I love all of you, Mingo. You too, but I don't. I don't know what you can do with a Mingo. Like, what? What do you? How do you have? There's nothing you could have done. You can't throw them away. You Can't turn them away. I guess you could, but.
0: So I'm gonna slightly jump ahead, just a just a just a bit. Okay. Um, do you pick up? So what does the I guess the, the contrast between Minko and Valentine make you think about like two figures in history.
1: Malcolm and uh, Martin.
0: Well, you're getting more, but before that.
1: Before then? Think,
0: think 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 turn of the century.
1: Turn of the century. Oh, Obama?
0: No! You're going in the wrong direction now. WBBC oh, look Booker T. Washington booker he washington oh
1: oh, yeah i was talking about that like the whole talented 10th and all of that stuff
0: yeah
1: yeah okay i agree because uh they kind of said that though right like they kind of actually had a full out when they did their speeches the country yeah you're right that's
0: exactly that's exactly what i'm talking about because um Um Booker T. Washington like towards the end of his life and and after his life took a lot of flack because people realized that he was making like basically a lot of like backdoor deals with people who were doing you know direct harm to the black community. And WB Du Bois, I mean, his talented temping, I mean, of course it's under scrutiny now, but he was like, hey, like we need the elite of the elite. To, to lift us out of this, we could do it on our own. We don't need them. So yeah, the the the, the contrast is there. I, I thought it was like very interesting to see that play out in this episode.
1: I'm, I'm glad you said that because that's what it felt like. Yeah, like you say, it was like respectability pro- politics versus the talented 10th. And also people need to understand talented 10th wasn't, I see a lot of people like confusing really what it was. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, it was like this elite 10 talented 10th, they're great, but they should be using their greatness for helping. It's not mm-hmm. like we're saying, it's not like we're saying this is this is the great 10% and this is the this is the
0: then we're just taking them and moving
1: them. Yeah. Yeah. This is the crown jewel of black people. Let's take this tenth and move them to an island and then have a, a a great society of black people to leave the rest of us there. No, they were like, look, okay, if you're the talented tenth, that's great. But what are you doing with it? Like
2: mm-hmm.
1: you you should be helping, you should be taking that and flooding it back into your people. Like the like you said, the sum is not greater than its parts. So you should be helping your people and you should be building your people up. Not buying a Bentley for a billionaire. Like, that's not. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. anyway um, so I, yeah, I'm glad you said that because it looked like it was exactly that. Like, it's word for word, bar for bar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was the first one. Mm-hmm. I was the first one. No, I'm sorry, but i <laughs>
1: Mhm. I am yeah. He, he got oh, that from yeah. the tenth. He got
0: that from me. <laughs> that was me. Dream, but oh, no. To to, to to go back. So um, so Cora um, see oh, what's what's the name of the kid who who took her to Ellis. Yeah. So so Cora sees Ellis, and and you know the everybody's happy, but she also sees
1: Who's she someone seeing?
0: very special.
1: Mr. yeah, Mr. it was really good to see him because I'm like, please don't let him die, please don't let him die. And of course, mm. I've read the oh, Bible; I know he didn't die, but still, you have to be thinking that when he leaves, hopefully, he comes back because he's going. Is he already told her it's pretty dangerous, and I've got to go here? But I was so happy to see Ellis. Oh my gosh, I was so happy to see him because again, this is a person who's directly linked to Cora. And I guess in a way, though, she didn't help. She didn't help him. He was able to help her. Mm-hmm. But I think she did. I think her resilience, her determination, I think that helped him. That 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 set with him and helped him keep pushing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he, he had every intention of leaving her where she was. And she was like, oh, uh, I ain't
0: saying. And then And, gonna she, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I'm she. Wrong. Yeah, she tells him that she's from. From Georgia and he's like, Oh, you you made a tough stuff. So why I, are you here? I, so I think at that moment he got to see like how he fits within the, the railroad. And he's like, Oh, so this is just more than me just taking these, you know, these old routes and you know, fixing these trains. Like I I'm actually part of like something bigger, like I see it now because remember, he couldn't transport. Human cargo because he was too young, but seeing Corey, is like, okay, I see my place in this, and this is really important.
1: And and the fact that she made it—that's gotta make you know—that's gotta you gotta mm-hmm. feel something. Like mm-hmm. look, look, what I did. I I didn't save her; she saved herself. But imagine if I had left her. Like, look mm-hmm. at the greatness that came out of me doing this. Even though she persisted, because she was getting on the train, like she probably would have just held on to it from the side. But. He still allowed her to do it. He helped her. He gave her food, and she got to where she was going. Um Back to Royal, though. Um I think the the this part when they talked, when they had their come to Jesus, that may have been like my favorite part of the show. And mm-hmm. it's mostly because, again, it was we never saw. See
0: oh, never mind. What. I was going to say you never see a woman apologize
1: whatever (laughs)
0: sorry I had to say that
1: she was very cruel to him like very very cruel and nobody could argue that she owed him an apology but the best part was is that he took Mm -hmm. that and he said yes you did this thing but this is what I did and I'm sorry for what I did because you did your part because of me like I I'm not saying that I've caused you to do it, but I can't pretend that I didn't play a part in it. And it was just Mm. beautiful because it was like accountability? Mm. What? Right. What? And it it was it was like a it was a very much an acknowledgement from him saying, I was ashamed. I made you feel away, and I ran and I just, I, I left. I, I wouldn't do something else. And I didn't have to, I didn't have to deal with it because I was off doing something else. But the fact that she was there on the farm thinking of him every day and then having to not knowing if he would ever come back, that's torture. Mm. And he acknowledged that. And I just, I just really thought that it was just so dope that both of them were just like, Hey, you messed up. I messed up. I'm sorry. You' sorry. Let's move on, and move on. They did.
0: Yeah, they did. And um, I, I will I will say this like, um, just because Barry's done like two like well actually three love stories before this, so obviously like he knows how to like shoot love, and the and the way this this entire scene was like just set up. And the fact that, like, like they told you what was happening without, like, showing you because actually showing you would have really, like, cheapened the moment and, and taken away from, like, what was happening. So, yeah, just the whole setup of that was just, like, it was, like, wonderful when she, like, I, I could feel your heartbeat in, like, that moment because... Like that, like there are like several like layers on this. She's like, first I'm I'm touching you, I can feel your physical heartbeat, but then she's like, I can feel like, your excitement in this moment, and then she's like, I can, and then she's like, I can also feel this like connection to you as well. So there are like layers to that, and and the fact that they set it up that way and executed it that way, like it really like was the best possible way to play that out.
1: So beautiful too, because again. There was consent, because if you notice when when they're embracing, she's the one that takes his hands and puts them on her back. Mm-hmm. So it's like he doesn't do anything without her leading because it's 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 just so beautiful how how much care you can tell that he truly like not only does he love her, he cares for her deeply like he's in love with her, but he cares about her as a person outside of the romantic, I love you, this is how I feel. And he knows already that she doesn't really like to be touched. She don't really like, you know, she she don't like sudden movements. <laughs> so he handled it with a lot of care. And in the novel, it, show, it explicitly tells us they don't even have sex. They just kind of sleep together. I think they had sex. Don't no, they they... You sure they done the novel because there's one in the novel they say part, she did but there's mm-hmm. one part where he he touches her scars all of that stuff happens I mean I'm sure he saw her naked, but the now they may have done it later
0: but okay this, okay yeah they, they they definitely do yeah, yeah. they definitely yeah.
1: Do. so the part where he like touches you know like he sees their scars and all that stuff they didn't have sex back. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: but but they (laughs) do, yeah, yeah,
1: they do before 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 before, yeah yeah. So it was just it was just really nice to finally see her just accept love and be loved and be loved truly and deeply and reciprocate that love because I feel like Caesar loved it too. I don't take anything from. I think he loved her as deeply. But, you know, that situation he was taken from her, but this one, and also I think it was beautiful that they showed her have her moment with Caesar, not literally, but, you know, still, so she's able to move, move away from that, because there was no way she could give a heart to anybody else until she let it go from like, until she got it, got it back from Caesar. So in her dream, when she did and being able to fully, let royal love her because that's what she needed like she she had to let him do it it was just really beautiful to see and in the midst it's crazy that in the midst of all this mess we still see these beautiful love stories because they're there Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. valentine's that's one um molly and her mom that's another one you know um homer and ridgeway which is weird but it's there i don't like it at all It feels weird. It feels a little uh, questionable. But it's there. It also might be unrequited because I feel like Homer truly loves Ridgeway. I think Ridgeway would be sad if Homer died, but yeah, Uh, Yeah, my guy find another damn. Damn. My Another one died. Okay. On to the next. (laughs) (laughs) So when, when did you, since we're getting there now, when did you think? Um, how soon did you think Mingo was going to be the one to betray him, the Judas?
0: Well, um, all right. So to answer that question, let me let me say this: so a, a lesser show, and you already mentioned it, a lesser show or well, a lesser version of the show would have had Mingo like bringing them in to to. To capture Corp, like there she is, take her away. Mm -hmm. Unless the show would have done that. The the way that this show executed that, um it it was basically like the it was like seeing like, don't invite all these people to the cookout like in real time. Like because Mingo truly thought
1: No, but for real.
0: (laughs) He truly thought he was doing the right thing. Like he truly thought he was.
1: And that's, that's the, that's the thing. It's like, it's not, it, it, it's, it's heartbreaking because of that reason. Mingo wasn't trying to be hateful or, or, or mean, or just trying to get rid of poor. Like you said, he really thought he was doing what was best for the farm. And unfortunately...
0: And by the way, who is this actor who was Valentine? He was in his bag. It was Wasn't it his he was
1: I was like, Boy, you better preach. Where's my Bible?
0: Because he said, I don't care that y'all are here. I'm still gonna talk about y'all.
1: Yeah, cause,
0: cause, no, no, they walked in. He was like, Y'all sit to the back. Yeah, don't come up front. Y'all, y'all, y'all and, sit and, back. there.
1: Yeah. Ain't nothing I'm gonna say in here that I wouldn't say to y'all anyway. So I'm glad you're here. Come on in. Come on in fellowship. Now, with that, um This is this is bingo, like you said, Mingo and Valentine, and they're having their standoff because at this point, Cora has told everybody Mm -hmm. who she is and what the deal is, and they are voting on one sharing the profits with the government, and then two whether Cora should stay on the farm or not. And Cora's like, whatever y'all decide, I'm I'm okay with it. Like I want to stay, but if y'all tell me I need to leave, you know, that's fine. I been through worse right Rory was like nah you ain't going to work but whatever Um, I want to add that okra again Mm -mm. came up because when Ridgeway and um, Homer were looking through the living quarters he found that bag and that's when he knew he was there I want to add though um, we can't forget that the judge's man, whoever he was, his right hand man, is the one who really, who who he really did who set it up. Yeah. Because Mingo really was just like I invited them just so they could survey the lit. Like I just wanted them here. He invited the judge. He didn't invite the rest of the the mm-hmm. um, the part. Well, I can't even say the party, but the the henchmen. That was Ridgeway. Um, but the Oprah came up again, and. And the first episode we did, I mentioned that on the elevator, when Cora was going up to see the doctor, the attendant winked at her. Mm-hmm. And that to me was just a, a a shot to Homer, because in the novel, it's Homer that winks at her during the, the whole, you know, um, not spectacle, the deliberation before mm-hmm. the massacre. Um, it's really sad. Was really sad. Um, I knew it was coming, and like seeing them come up and surround the church or school. It was at the church or the school. I think it was a church or school. Like it's kind of one thing. The, The meeting area. Yeah, it was really tough. Um, I had to like brace myself, and it didn't work, of course. But it was really, it was really, really, really tough to see because Valentine, I think, took the first bullet. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And I think that the worst part is is because he was so passionate about it. Like Valentine said, I would rather burn it down mm-hmm. than give them a piece of it. Like mm-hmm. than to give them one of these fine grapes that we use <laughs> for this wine, I would rather burn it down because if you give them a piece, they will take the whole thing. Now he's saying this again, with them yeah. standing right to their face. It was magnificent. Like it, it was. It was awesome. But it was it was really tough to see because first of all, it was cowardice as hell because mm-hmm. you did this. You 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 had this sneak attack. They're they're outgunned because they're not outman, but they're outgunned, and they still prevailed. Prevail. Meaning there were some survivors, but. It's really hard to see. And I think the worst part outside of Valentine was that they had every intention to kill everybody. It wasn't yeah, like...
0: They, this was going to be a total slaughter.
1: Yeah. We're not going to send a message. This was... Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was a slaughter. We don't care about any of this stuff. He wanted to get... Like, Ridgeway wanted to get Cora. So he was going to take her and let them do whatever they wanted to, but it burn down, whatever. But they still were able to get out, which again shows the resilience of a people who stand together Look, okay. let me tell you hold on
0: let me tell you something that 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 Gloria Valentine let me tell
1: you about she, 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 she,
0: she, she, she worried
1: that's what I was just about to say because it it's it's one of those things where you know when people are in sync it's outside of mm-hmm. not that they just love each other but they are in sync because she is probably going through the worst tragedy of her life she's like he's lying there lifeless in her hands but she's like I Still got people to take care of. Mm-hmm. We have to get out of here. She came up with a plan, and guess what? It
0: worked, yeah. Because it's, it's crazy. Because when they when they when they kill like the first one, the guy, she's like, she's like, nah, we gotta get up out of here. Like she immediately told her, go. she's like, yeah, she's like, yeah, we can get out of
1: here. <laughs> she said, what she say? one man, and she's like, all the guys, she was like, we just gotta huh. go. And she knew some of them wouldn't make it, but yeah. she was all the only out, and um. They did, they went and they got out. She went and got her guns. And I think Georgina was still there.
0: Yeah, Georgina was there.
1: too. Um, Ramsey died.
0: I think so. Yeah, I think he no, he does. He died, uh, yeah.
1: Mingo dies. <laughs> now. <laughs> what happens to Mingo's family?
2: I mean, they're, free. Is, yeah, they're free. They're free. But like, yeah.
1: what happens to everybody else on the farm? Like at this point, I'm just trying to figure out what's what's next. What happens next? We got because again, this is a slaughter and there are people who survive, but we don't see we when once the farm is handling the farm business, they go and get their guns and they're pretty much taking it back. Ridgeway is dragging Cora, you know, across whatever, trying to get to the railroad. Now, in the midst of this tragedy, this was the part where my my heart started to flutter because I knew mm-hmm. what was coming.
0: I, I got excited yeah. and I'm
1: like, yes, this is it. So he takes her and he's just like, take me to it now. And I mean, he's like literally dragging her across, mm-hmm. you know, the ground. And it, it flashed back to um to Tennessee running, because all you see is fire again,
0: mm-hmm. all
1: over. And they're walking, they're going through hell again. They get to the um railroad and she shows him where it is. And he is excited. Like he is ecstatic. He doesn't know what to do with himself. And Cora starts to go down and he follows. Me. And I'm like, yes, this is it. This is it. And we called it. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked Ronnie after the, when we first when we saw the first episode. I said, You think that's Ridgeway and Cora falling? In, the, uh, in that first scene, he's like, oh, yeah, definitely. He's like, I mean, of course, people are going to think it's something else, but there has to be them. And that's exactly what it was, which to me was brilliant because it like it sends a nod to the readers um, because we knew who it was. like It was no doubt in my mind who it was, but he did that throughout the whole thing, mm-hmm. which is dope. It's like it's not taken away from if you didn't read the novel because it's still a very complete story without it. But it still seems like you still got little little nuggets or Easter eggs or whatever else in there from the novel. Yeah, because
0: yeah. watching watching this episode, like if you didn't read the novel, you don't know what you're looking at. And then that moment happens, and you're like, oh
1: <laughs> Cause
0: it it's it's in it's in the very first episode, of the first like 15
1: seconds. Yeah, you can't see him, um, which is yeah, smart, just, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see a man falling. Because if you if you don't read it, I mean if you haven't read it, of course you're gonna think it's Caesar. Cause that's who it is. You think it's Caesar, but um, it was just uh, it was it was awesome, and just to see him falling. And I'm not the biggest fan of slow motion unless it's done right, and this was
0: it, it, it's it's <laughs> so look this, and this is why I'm speechless because from the the scene that happened for for Ari, so it starts off as this action sequence, which I didn't know. Like the way that, that Barry and, and James Lacks the shot that was wonderful. Then it shifts to like just as Like dare I say, is like it is such a gorgeous shot when they're like they're like both falling, and like the light is like just illuminating them as they're Like it just it just looks so good. And and then you know I'm, it's
1: it's yes, weird it's, to say it's, that it's beautiful, but it is. It really is. Yeah, (laughs) it it really was dope. But see, and I think the the best part was with with them on the ladder, because when they came when she came down with um, Royal, he made sure to tell her, be very careful. Mm-hmm. Don't look down like this is this is serious. And you could see how steep it was. You know, mm-hmm. like you see, this is really where it is. And it brought me like it just, it's just so many things that was beautiful about it. Because one, when I saw that little girl, and I say little girl because she's small in stature, but this mm-hmm. little woman is like, at this point, fuck it. Like she, she I, in my mind, that's what she said. So she's crawling back up Ridgeway is full out panicking because he knows what she's about to do. Mm -hmm. And she just grabs him with all hundred and probably 15 pounds of her body Mm -hmm. and snatches him off the thing. And it brought like, like you said, the scene was so beautiful because you see it happening. You see him panicking. You see her grasping, but she's just kind of like, whatever. Like, if this is it, this is it. But it also took me back to the well when Mm -hmm. he made um mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and i'm like if this isn't the perfect like instance of comeuppance i don't know what it is like this mm-hmm. could not have been done any any better and i didn't really understand like i said Matt in the well and all that stuff before but it brought me back to like i said the mm-hmm. the match that he threw down there with the torch and then him making him break his leg to get down there because now he's broken.
0: And they even give a they even give a nod to Mac. And by the way, when when oh man when, when Barry does these shots where it's just a a character just standing there in their environment, and the camera like slowly comes to their face, and you like just read the emotions on their face, like they like they give a nod to Mac at that moment because it, it's reminding you that you know, like okay, you you play with the great spirit, and you know you made me jump down as well. Now now look at where you're at.
1: Now look at you. And on top of that, Homer too, because he was mm-hmm. at the top. He's the one that mm-hmm. ended up killing Matt. But he, he now has to suffer because he has to watch what Cora does next.
0: I I'm gonna keep it real with you. I'm gonna keep it real with you part one. I'm gonna just shot Homer too.
1: <laughs> would you really?
0: Yeah, I would have shot the hell out.
1: You know I was I was thinking it. I don't think but see I think what was tripping me out was the fact that they like he, they had no interaction whatsoever I thought Homer would have tried to fight her or grab her or like something but but it just brings back that this is a child he is a child he's old child but I did um Like she just left him there for a while, and she's about to leave, but I think she went back to what um what Roya was saying. You know, you know Mm -hmm. about this other one, and I don't wanna, I don't wanna um forget that she said to Roya, "You always talking about I'm special and I'm special and this and this." And she's like, "The railroad is special." She's like, "What good is it if only Mm -hmm. special people get to go?" And I'm like, "This scene, Mm -hmm. this is just Mm -hmm. like." Like the through, and it's also again the opposite of Mingo. Mm. Everybody should be free, like it doesn't, you don't mm. have to be special, you should be free because you are. So, what does she do? She goes back up and she gets Molly. Now, this is when we also get a glimpse of what's going on on the farm now because it looks like it's burning and there are people, but I still don't know, you know, who survived because we know people survive. Um, in the novel, Molly's mom survives, I can't remember her name. Yeah. But she survives. But I'm assuming in the in the TV show she didn't, because there's no, no she, she
2: did. Yeah.
1: So Molly goes with Cora. With they go back down and she sees Royal's gun. And it's just <laughs> it's just like very... Mm-hmm. <laughs> when she sees Royal's gun, she took it back down. And it goes back to when I asked you who was she shooting. Mm-hmm. Was it? Was it? I mean, was it Ridgeway or was it Mabel? And at this point, I'm like, okay, whoever she was shooting at the time doesn't matter, because who she's about to shoot right now is Ridgeway, and it's just because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all this time you've been calling her a murderer, Was she a murderer now?
2: yeah she for real now.
1: Now, now I am a murderer. Like you can say now that you are looking for me because I am a murderer. You're damn right. I murdered the the great Ridgeway. The great Arnold Ridgeway was murdered by his damn big fish. Mm-hmm. Full circle. Oh, so oh my gosh, I'm I'm just so happy that I was able to watch this. I just want so many people to see it because it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. It's 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 like. The girl suffered so much. She went through so much through this whole thing at the hands of Ridgeway. And the best part of all of it is that you told her to get the hate out of her heart, and that is what sustained her. Her hate for
0: you—it just goes to show you. Sometimes we need hate in this world. We need hate. We need the hate. We need the hate on people.
1: Hate. Her hate for him is what saved her in the end. Like she hated him so much, she didn't care if she died too. She just wanted him to die. Like you have to die. I would rather you die than you come, than you get to come down here and see this. You don't get to see the railroad. No, you get to die. Beautiful. I loved it. Um, What do you think is next, though? Because she got on a hand car with Molly, and now they're going. So. If you don't kill Homer, <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: I would. I would have shot the hell out of her, but uh, um, I felt
1: sorry you know, for her.
0: Ain't A- 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 she sweet around right. here, but no. so I haven't seen the Mabel episode yet, you of even, course. So i surprised you know, you'd be cheating. Stop watching here if you are interested in the novel because surely they're going to change the ending and you don't want to know how the novel ends. So Cora takes the hand the hand um, yes the hand card too and she she comes out and she is on like she stumbles upon this man who finds her this man on this wagon and she gets on the wagon and the man says we're going west and it basically shows that this is going to be Cora's life for the rest of her life like she's just going to be going place to place to place but in the show, there's someone who is going west.
1: Who's going west?
0: Ellis is going west.
1: Ellis is going west. Ellis is going and,
0: west. And 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 I think Ellis. <laughs> I think Ellis takes Cora to that to that fictional station that she sees in her mind. I think that station is actually real and she sees those people and she sees the the the, the yes. fanny the fanny. Mm-hmm. the fanny briggs right i think that's how the show is
1: you know what that would be great too because fanny briggs but in her dream in in cora's dream they were like you can't go until your information is in this fan in this manifest but fanny wrote it so it's in there oh that would be perfect, you, would see be
2: perfect. you see
1: it you see it See it. That would be perfect. Because I, again, it. I was like, why is why does why do we care? I mean, we love that Grace made it, but mm-hmm. what is the point of her making? Like they made it a point to show us
0: mm-hmm.
1: that she was writing core. And of course, she knows Cora's history. She was in the attic with her for months. Mm-hmm. So she knows. Oh man.
0: So I that think was... that's how this sh- I think that's how the show is. And if if I if I predicted this would be the first time in my life where I'd be like, you know what? I predicted. I predicted this in it. I'm cool with it.
1: I'm yeah well we I'm, I'm, we get to see what's going to happen with Mabel or where Mabel lived, well. or to Mabel and uh, so we will, <laughs> we'll see and that's what we'll be talking about next episode oh, if it ends the way you said I'll be I'm going to be happy either way honestly yeah I, 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 away, that's going to be look I what what
0: we're watching now uh, and and I'll go ahead. I mean, I was I wasn't say this for save this for like final episode. But what we're watching now, I feel like, is like just such a massive piece of work. Like because what what Barry is doing, he's already taking like a a very rich text, and he's he's like finding context underneath the text. Like he's finding things and like connections that could have been there the entire time, but you didn't think about. Like for instance, I'm not gonna say the significance, but as they're like going through the swamp and the camera pans, and so you see the snake, like so, yeah, there are things that are in this show that I'm just like, you, you have to have an understanding of of the work to adapt it in this matter. And the way that Barry did it, especially with this last episode, like the way the things that he added in, but still honored the story, like it's it's just wonderful. So. So, yeah, this is a very important piece of work. And I'm glad that I've, um, that we've, you know, taken it, you know, in, in chunks so we can really enjoy
1: it. Yeah, me too. Because it's 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 still, a, it's a lot to watch at once anyway. I don't see how anybody could have watched it. Really. And this is without torture porn. This is just telling a story. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot. But I'm so grateful that that first off that I read the novel, um, and that, that that it was adapted because I would have black pain, this is trauma, I don't wanna see it, and I wouldn't have watched it and I'm glad I'm so, so glad that I just kind of put that aside and paid attention to it because it is a it is a sad story, but it is also very beautiful and masterful, and the sadness that comes along with our stories, we would be remiss to ignore them because it is what it is. Like, you can't candy code. That's what everybody else has tried to do. You have to make sure that people see these are the atrocities, these are the things that were done to us. It's not make believe. It's, it's not, you don't have to show the world. it's Like, again, you're smart people. You know what they're implying. And Barry's done a great job of that. Outside of the big Anthony scene with the, you know, in that first episode, and then again, that was that was necessary. It was necessary. So like it, it still
0: like I, it still served the story. It wasn't like gratuitous at all.
1: It was necessary because, again, it, it we needed to see mm-hmm. what Randall was like. Mm-hmm. You really need to see it. And if you don't see it, you don't really feel it the same. You know, if it is implied that he's burning, then, yeah, it's still bad. But to see the anguish, to see that people had to stand there and watch them and then go back to work, that kind of stuff is important to see. And I don't need to see, you know, an hour of it. We could hear it in the background, which is fine. And it was still very, you know, to the point. So I just I just really, really enjoyed it. I'm I'm glad we still got this one to go. Cause we can just kind of reflect <laughs> on this whole thing, so stick with us, people. Got one more. Yeah, I'm
0: seriously, th- thanks for thanks for um, thanks for watching these. Um, I hope you you're enjoying the show as much as we have. Um, just let us know what you think. You know like like little little nuggets that you picked up as well. Like if you like. Mm-hmm. Have a different read on things. Are you picked up on something? Let us know. Like, please let us know. But um other than that, I, I think I think I might actually go try to squeeze this maple episode. here. Okay? we'll
1: really? see. Yeah, oh, I think you I probably, might. You know, you'd be cheating anyway. But he's probably gonna go watch it. So yeah, yeah we'll, but, we'll get but yeah. To it Until next time. Peace.
2: Peace.